Welcome to New Jump City, everybody, where we recap the week in American and Japanese sequential art. I'm your host, Christian, the unbiased king, Espinal. And joining me through Discord, it is the man, the myth, the legend. It is the tank top sage. Is Joshua Gangsta Time Co? It's called Partner, but it should be called Gangsta Time. What's good, everybody? Hey, hey. Uh, Brian's not here this week, but he will be back next week. He gave us a Nakama promise. Um, so, you know, you, hold on, he'll be back. <laughs> but till then, uh, we got some manga to talk about. So let's get into plugs. You can find me at the Chris Espinal on Twitter and Instagram. Joshua Cole, where can they find you? At JD Cole underscore 37. That's on Instagram and at New Jump City Josh. That's on X. Oh yeah, you can follow uh, you can follow Brian at b.esp on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, you could uh, email the show at newjumpcitypod at gmail.com with any questions, suggestions, anything you guys want us to talk about, and we will answer any questions on our weekly really good uh, pre-show chat show. I mean, uh, we answer questions on there. We talk about other stuff. We talk about sports sometimes. Uh, it's a, it's a lot of fun, so check us out on that. Uh, follow the show itself at New Jump City on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, follow the show on YouTube. Give us a subscribe. Like, share the show. Uh, if you prefer audio podcasts, which is pretty much what we are right now until I can get it, a new computer because they're expensive, uh, you can uh, check us out on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you listen to podcasts. Uh, we're on that. So... Um, yeah, without further ado, it's uh, time to get the show rolling. One Piece. This is One Piece chapter 1105, The Height of Folly. Um, last we left off, uh, the Straw Hats were up against uh, St. Uh, J. Garcia Saturn and the rest of the Navy, who is now inflicting a buster call on Egghead. Uh, everybody is panicking. Everybody's trying to get off. Um, one of the vice admirals to, uh, advises, you know, uh, Garcia and, um, and, and Kizaru to leave, but uh, they elect to stay on the island, so, you know, everybody bounces uh, without them. Uh, Vegapunk starts yelling at him. It's like, I thought it was only my life you wanted. Egghead is packed with the fruits of the latest research of, in every conceivable field. If you destroy it, you'll, stay, you'll set the state of progress back a hundred years. Call off the buster call. And man, uh, Garcia is like not even <laughs> playing around. He's just like, are you still hiding something? Perhaps something troublesome to the world government? We do not need progress. And, um, you know, Vegapunk is like, please, it's for the sake of humanity. And, yo, Jay, he just decides to ignore that and just be like, oh, by the way, we killed your friends who tried to escape. Rog. Wait, could you say that again? Oh, I liked again. Yeah. It's okay. Okay. Um, yeah, he basically says, I ordered a, I ordered a, uh, a strike against a ship that escaped the island yesterday. Um, you know, because it's possible after all that somebody knew about the void sentry on there. So I sent battleships after there, after it to ensure that there will be no survivors. Uh, and Vegapunk is like, how could you do this? This is fucked up. And he's like, well, you did this Vegapunk. You broke the law just as they did on Ohara and you you could not overcome your lust for knowledge. So I had to kill everyone, you know, Reasonable response. <laughs> um, we cut over to Sanji and Frankie and uh, Atlas and Kuma and Bonnie. Uh, they're about to get on the vacuum rocket to escape. Um, Sanji breaks off to go save Vegapunk. Um, and he gets in contact with Nami, who kind of explains the situation of where everybody is. Uh, Nami is currently with Robin, Chopper, Usopp, and Edison. Um, 
They are at the Labo phase, basically the rear entrance. Um, Luffy is, you know, not around. Obviously, Zoro is still fighting Luchi, so Jinbei went to go back him up. Um, so they don't really know what to do at this point. The plan to use the Vega Force One to escape the island, use the to carry the Straw Hat ship and escape the island, was ruined by Kizaru uh, destroying the robot. But we do see that uh, Brooke and Lilith have come up with an alternative plan, which uh, Brooke used his soul powers to freeze the ground underneath them and use it to uh, guide the ship forward. Uh, although they don't really know, <laughs> they don't have a backup plan for when it eventually reaches the edge of the island. So, you know, bright side is at least they're moving. <laughs> um Meanwhile, the Buster call starts to initiate, and the island is getting destroyed. Very sad. Um, Atlas, Kuma, Bonnie, and Frankie are on the uh, vacuum rocket, the path of which gets destroyed by Kizaru. So now they're just flying in the air, and uh, 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 Jay Garcia like peeps this. He orders the the pacifistas to shoot uh, Bonnie and Kuma while they're still in the air. And the chapter ends as all of these pacifistas are loading up their lasers and are looking to attack. But, oh, we also see that Luffy has been surrounded by the Navy. And we see that apparently the escape ship wasn't destroyed after all. And it was the Marines that were sent after it that were destroyed. And uh, there was seems to be a lone survivor on this Marine ship that says that, tell it, we have to report back to Kizaru. Tell them they went to egghead and that's when uh the chapter ends uh pretty short chapter all things considered only 14 pages but uh a lot happened um so uh josh what did you think about one piece chapter 1105 i thought robin's reaction was really funny um, what, what was it Which, uh, when, when they reacted to the Buster call, she was, like, lying down in bed. Really? Oh, yeah. I, I was wondering, is, like, when did she get hurt? Yeah, I was looking, my bad. I was looking for the uh, panel, actually. Yeah, she's just, you can see she's just, like, thinking about it. Like, as she's getting up, and Trap is like, mm, you, can, you can sit down. Yeah, I know Sorry. this is, like, a genuine traumatic event <laughs> for you. Was she's like, like, hi. You know what she was doing to SpongeBob me? She's like, hi, I'm about to get up out of here. <laughs> right, I'm going to head out. Yeah, all right, I'm going to head out. Bust the call? Yeah. Mm. I know how that goes. I'm out of here. <laughs> Been there, done that. Usopp is the one that absorbed all of the, uh, the uh, trauma. Yeah. Well, that's his job, you know? He seems to uh, absorb everyone's fear and expresses it in a healthy way. Yeah, um, anyway. I like this chapter a lot. Um, it was a really short week. There's only three chapters. Mm -hmm. uh, but this was my favorite one. Yeah, I agree. Um, Come on, GC. Yeah. I guess that's unified then. Yeah, because I got it. Alright. So, um, another takeaway moment for me was Kizaru in the beginning. She was like, um, look, she told him to like hurry back to the ship. And then uh Garcia was like, Oh, Kizaru and I is gonna remain on the island. And she's like, huh? But and that nigga, that nigga Kizaru tells her, go. <laughs> he's like, yes, sir. All right, my bad. Say less. I don't know why. I ain't gonna lie. That shit was so gangster. Like, he, he, it's like he looked at her like, I know, and I'm going to be fine. Yeah. Like, I'm made of you light. Forget who you're talking to. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm not a physical person. Right. I'm not a real person. <laughs> I'm on I'm and there's I'm no real it. persons involved here. I'm light. Yeah. Exactly. So 
And then this guy, come on. He's not going to die. He's a spider. Not a crab. No, definitely not a crab. Um, yeah, I mean, as the chapters move on more and more, I'm starting to believe less and less in the uh, Kizaru joining the Straw Hats mm. um, agenda. But, you know, still holding out for hope. A hockey man? You mean a fighter who relies on hockey? <laughs> that is just a cope by people with agendas. A light man. Yes, I had an agenda. Yeah, you guys and your agendas got to stop. You got to be unbiased. Well, if happens, and look at I the get situation. to say I'm right. Hmm? If I'm, if I'm, I said if, listen. <laughs> I'm going to be right. You'll see. Okay. I, I um, if if you're right, I'll I'll gladly admit I was wrong. But bro, wish Brian was here. He knows. Yeah, he, you he need fucks, backup he right knows now. The vibes. You be I do. You need backup right now. The the agenda is <laughs> suffering. <laughs> the agenda is. It would take, hold it up. Take a lot of L's. <laughs> yeah. I need support. I need uh, reinforcements. Yeah, for real. Brian, if there's anybody who could give you some reinforcements, it's Brian. Brian will defend a theory till until his dying day. Yeah, I don't I don't have that much drive. Yeah. So it's my manga theories. Well, anyway, what what are your thoughts on this chapter? Yeah, I'll tell you what. A lot of things are uh, going pretty crazy right now. Um they still got to contend with both Kizaru and Jay Garcia. Uh and you know Jay Garcia is a hater. And part of the reason I also even if Kizaru defects. I'm pretty sure he's uh, like Jay Garcia would just uh, force push him out of existence. Yeah, he'll do some weird demon crab thing or demon spider thing, and oh, Freudian slip. <laughs> you got me there. <laughs> he'll do some weird demon spider thing and just phase Kizaru out of existence. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it is a shorter chapter and thank God a new chapter comes out next week. I thought the short chapter was like a precursor to a break, but it's not. We got one more <laughs> knock on wood. I don't know. Um, yeah, JJK is where we really suffered. Truly. Yeah, for real. I mean, I can't wait for it to come back. It it really left us on a, uh, a pretty exciting note. Um, but yeah, I uh, I don't know how they get out of this. You know, I mean, not even just... It's crazy that the Buster Call is, like, the least threatening thing about their situation right now. Um, But yeah, I, I guess, like... What Luffy's, is that ship? What ship? That very last panel. That was the Marine the ship page. that was sent to destroy that escape ship that uh, Jay Garcia was talking about. Because they mentioned that they failed to destroy the escape ship that um that Vegapunk sent the day before, because somebody in intercepted them. And my guess it's probably the Blackbeard pirates that were on their way to Egghead anyway. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see who's there. Because like a lot of them were already were on um the pirate island. We're on full of lead. Blackbeard. Doc Q and uh, Jesus Burgess were fighting law. So I don't really know who's left. Lafitte, I guess. <laughs> Lafitte and someone else. I do not remember these guys' names. Lafitte is the uh, like pale guy with the top hat who he would. Yeah, I guess, like, I, I wouldn't expect you to remember then. But there's ten of them. I'm going to look up Blackbeard's crew. Yeah, Lafitte's the only one that's missing, to my knowledge. So it might just be him, actually. He might have just been going there solo dolo. Which would be crazy, because they seem to always go up in pairs.
Um, but yeah, this this chapter we was. We have a new member. Who's the new member? I don't have a new member. Anyway. But yeah, I'm excited to see what's next. I'm so glad that it's not off. Um, I don't know how they're going to save these guys. I don't know who's going to break in and save these guys, really. Maybe Frankie will do something super duper cool in midair. But yeah, that's all. That's all I got to say about this chapter. Really very exciting. Um, lots of stuff converging. Luffy can't move currently, so I don't imagine he's going to be the immediate savior at this moment. Yeah. But all right. Well, those are all my thoughts. <laughs> pretty short chapter. Pretty short thoughts. Um, you ready to move on to the next one? Yep. Alrighty, let's go. My Hero Academia. This is My Hero Academia, chapter 413. Lead in mass? Lead in mass? I don't know how you would pronounce that. Um, but last we left off, uh, Deku uh, stove off the immediate destruction of Mount Fuji um, and is currently just fighting for his life against Shigaraki, basically. And meanwhile, the uh, consciousnesses of the previous wielders of One for All are kind of just trying to figure out a way to save, uh, sh to defeat Shigaraki. Um, and we open this chapter with Star and Stripe seeming to still exist within Shigaraki's mind um, as she points out. And this is what I was mentioning earlier, like last week when I was talking about it, there was like a, a finger pointing and I thought that was Star and Stripe. And I don't think I said it out loud, but I should have, cause I would have been right for once. <laughs> um, and what they were pointing to was this. You little, did. Did I say it? Then I was right. I'll take it. <laughs> Yeah. I'll take it. <laughs> I was right. I'll You're take right. it. I, you were wrong. I said that was all my... Hmm? What'd you say? No. I said you were right. I said... And I told you you was wrong and said that it was all my... Mm. But you were on point. I, yeah. Vindicating. <laughs> yeah, I listened to it earlier today. Oh, hell yeah. Um, well, anyway, uh, she points out to this little scar in that weird cityscape mind block thing that Shigaraki has. And it was a scar that was left by, Star by the battle between him and Star and Stripe because she basically, I guess she traumatized him so hard with his ability, with her ability <laughs> that he's like, oh God, this is going to stay with me forever. Um, so Deku gets knocked into next week and he just like starts thinking, uh, conferencing with the other, uh, visages. He's like, what do you mean? I have to part ways with one for all. Why? And, uh, second is, is like, calm down. <laughs> I'll explain. Okay. So it, from here on out, it's, it's a lot of text, but basically they mentioned the scar in Shigaraki's psyche, and the plan is to basically uh, transfer one for all uh, and and smash at that scar using it. And uh, the way they mean that is that, like, wait, wouldn't we just be giving him our powers if we did that? It's like, well, really, the analogy is, you know, we're going to just basically throw it at him, if that makes sense. Like... He, the analogy they, they specifically say is that when that childhood friend's, friend of yours hands, hands you things, how does he do it? And it's just a display of Bakugo just violently throwing a stack of papers at Deku. So, you know, that's kind of like what they're going for. Just catapulting one of their abilities into the scar to see if they can break it. And the second um, volunteers himself to be shot in. Um, the smokescreen guy pulls up and is like, wait, why don't you use me? I'm, I'm the most useless right now. 
and uh, gear shift guy second is like, no, start with me, you know, because at least like if by some miracle he takes my power, he'll receive all the recoil of using it. So and also Deku will be free of that recoil himself. So, you know, that's a plus. He'll be able to not have to break his bones every time he uses it. Um, yeah, I, I, that was very convenient. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, people are, like, kind of hesitant to do it. But, you know, it's like, we got to do it, man. Uh, this kid's trying his best, so we got to do our best, too. And um, he he tells Bo- uh, Banjo, the Black Whip user, to stay with him for till the end because... Of course, Black Whip has been like the most useful quirk out of almost all of them, even, I would say. It's the one Deku uses the most <laughs> and has the most applications. So he's just like, you stay with him because your Black Whip is gonna what's going to keep him alive. And um, he needs to hear it from Deku. He asks, what do you say? And Deku's like, I'll do it. And there's a big explosion. And Shigaraki is like, yeesh, look at you. And uh, we see a big two-page spread of Deku using a really, like, tricked-out form of Black Whip. Uh, We've seen him use the Black Whip to reinforce his muscles before, but now that's been taken to, like, level 100 as he has, like, the Black Whip coursing through his entire body. And in one hand, we see, like, this sparkling light that seems to be probably uh, the second that he's about to shoot into Shigaraki's mind. And that's where the chapter ends. Uh, Josh, what did you think about My Hero Academia chapter 413? This was another chapter that I enjoyed a lot from My Hero Academia. That's two in a row. Uh, Yeah, this is Dirty Deku version two <laughs> this is this was the evolution we were supposed to get during that arc this is dirtiest deku i ain't gonna lie it's pretty clean it looks good yeah it's you know the mask on his face is it's pretty edge but you know I, i'm for it i'm not mad uh I just want to take a moment to say that Shigaraki's design right now is fucking sick. I mean, yeah. go to page uh, 11. Yeah, top, I see on the, the top panels. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like yeah, a cloak man, of he, his skin. He, huh? It's like a cloak of his skin. Is that what that is? I think so. Because you see it's coming oh, off of him. No, that's disgusting. <laughs> yeah, right? Ew, why? Because he's super evil. <laughs> are those actually pants? Is that also his? Those are pants. Is that hair? Those are definitely pants. You sure? It's... I think I could promise you, I'm like with 99% certainty, those are pants. It might be body hair. It might be, but I think it's heavily unlikely. And I don't care to investigate it, frankly. Okay, well, (laughs) I guess we'll leave it at that. Oh, I like the plan, actually. I think the plan makes a whole lot of sense. Um, I mean, the fact that he'll be getting rid of gear shift as well, which will, you know, help reduce the recoil. I thought that's like really smart. Mm hmm. Um, but this is, there was a point where he said, listen, like, Deku's going to die. Like, and if not from the recoil alone and blowback from gear shift, then from just being overwhelmed by Shigaraki, you know, because he, he won't be in a position to stop him. So, you know, this is the best solution. And he, he doesn't really see it coming. Mm-hmm. And he's already trying to steal abilities anyway. He's welcoming abilities into him. So, I mean, Shigaraki could try to, like, fend against it mentally or whatever, but it might leave him open. And then uh, Dirty Deku will pull up with the Black Whip and uh, hang him or something. Yeah. I don't know. 
maybe rapping like a mummy. That'd be cool. That'd be pretty sick. Right? Yeah. And then seals the black whip. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, he's just this mummy forever. Mm-hmm. And then just maybe, and maybe, and you know, maybe we could just still hear Sugar Rocky talk through it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like he's restricted from using any quirks and all of that. Be- well, because they're all gone because he- they got obliterated mm-hmm. by uh, off, you know, one for all, whatever, all for one. Uh, but like he's still okay. He's just sealed up for now, and he's gonna be like Deku. I still have my ideals, but you got me, man. You know what I mean? I would like that. Yeah, just have a little powwow, a little sit yeah. down. Um. Uh, anyway, what's your thoughts? I liked it. I liked this chapter a bit, quite a bit. Um, I also think that the plan makes sense. Just like because we've seen that quirks can be just kind of like used as weapons in a sense, even if you absorb them. You know, like Star and Stripe was, I feel like probably the inspiration for something like this. The idea that like because quirks are an innate part of you, it's like whenever you are absorbed, it's your will. And your very being that's also that can also exist. So I think it totally makes sense. We could see that quirks be rebellious and all that stuff. So um I'm excited for what comes next in this, uh, especially with this new design. I think it's pretty sick, very edge, but not too edge, you know what I mean? It's just the right amount of edge. Maybe he'll like use the black whip to wrap around like Shigaraki's body and he'll do like the Mario throw like where he spins him around like a few few times yeah and just launches him yeah I'm wondering how they're gonna do it necessarily because all for uh, one while he's for trapped all, in thought well one for all is like transferred through like the uh the absorption of someone's DNA like you have to eat like a piece of their hair or something so I don't know how they're going to do it. Unless you could punch it straight through someone. <laughs> Unless you could... He's probably going to throw hair in his mouth. Yeah, just like a big Chicken hair He's going to be like, yum, yum. I don't care. No, 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 Did you think, was that supposed to gross me? You know I what I think it is? Huh. Because, you know, Shigaraki. I've eaten way worse. <laughs> I've eaten dog shit. It's fucking disgusting. I was homeless for a while. I was eating gross stuff. Um, well, Shigaraki can absorb expired cat food. <laughs> Shigaraki can absorb things with just his hands, you know. So, like, he probably just needs to. He'll probably just hold his hand for a second, or give him a high five, and just let Shigaraki do it. <laughs> a lot of possibilities. I'm excited. Yeah, me too. Next chapter. Yeah, this is a this feels like a shorter one just because, you know, I, I I simplified it. It's a lot of dialogue to explain like the the intricacies of the plan and stuff. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much the gist of it. Uh, I don't have many other thoughts for My Hero Academia. It's just very exciting to see that we're um, moving towards like the climax for real. Yeah, um, and it's cool to see the Star Stripe come back for one more thing. I'm glad it wasn't just a, she's gone forever and that's it. But. Yeah, she's still wrecking havoc in there. Mm-hmm. Man, right. imagine if she had all for one. I mean, one for all. Yeah. <sighs> she was already like kind of a reality warper. Yeah, right. I God, guess she didn't cool, really need anything like that. What a cool ability and what a cool fight. Yeah, that was. That's a memorable one. Mm-hmm. Um, but all right, um, I'm ready to move on. Are you? Yeah, I'm ready. All right, let's move onward. Undead Unluck. And with that, I'm going to pass this over to Josh. Undead Unluck, chapter number 192, Survival of the Fittest. So, um, last week, we seen Andy go all the way the fuck out and, um, show why... 
uh, the two tournament rules were selected. Um, and because he held the rest back by himself, Doug style, and only allowed them, those two to pass. That's what he wanted. That's how, that's how much of a boss Sandy is. Mm-hmm. And uh, Yoshifuma Tozuka just wanted to remind us of that because it's been a while. Yeah. Anyway, um, we cut back to um, Juiz's uh, reincarnation and Fuko. Julia, I, I don't know the name is. Thank you. Julia and Fuko uh, heading over to track down the next negator, which is going to be top. Uh, funny thing is, Julia was never uh, briefed about what negators are and, and the nature of negation abilities, which Fuko uh, goes ahead and explains that uh, their abilities that uh, can negate the rules of uh, the world and... Um, they tend to manifest at the most tragic of times. And it, you know, basically how they end up turning something that, you know, you really care about or are passionate for into, you know, something you can't properly enjoy anymore. So gift and a curse type situation, you know, uh, awesome balancing. So after she makes that explanation, uh, Julia gives uh, Fuko a hug, and because uh, she, well, Fuko explains that, like like when her like ability manifested, how like um, her parents died along with a whole bunch of other passengers when she made a plane crash because of her unluck, and um, that I, I guess uh, Julia try to let Fuko know that hey like that's that's not on you you know you you were chosen like at random or rather you had no power in that regard you know you you didn't under your will want those people to die you know and Fuko she she's already come to terms with that but even more than accepting the fate of it she's chosen to uh interpret it a little bit differently uh she explains to Julia that um you know she feels like they get chosen uh, for it. But more on that a little bit later. So uh, the next negator is top, like I mentioned before. And uh, when Fuku and Julia pull up on him, he is robbing hundreds of houses within seconds. Mm-hmm. He's like Santa Claus, but a thief. He's like the Flash version of that nigga from next Friday. <laughs> Dude, I never realized Top's name, Top's whole name is Top Bull Sparks. Wow. Oh, I thought that was his move he was doing or something. No. That's crazy. Top Bull Sparks. We didn't even know his full name before. I don't think so. If I did it, it didn't retain it. (laughs) Yo, this series is insane. Um,. Okay, well, he's the negator known as Unstoppable. And Julia's like, holy shit, he's fast. <laughs> yeah, damn. Oh. Okay. Oh. Um, and, like, so Fugo's trying to explain what his ability is. And she's, he's like, you know, he's unstoppable. Um, he negates the ability to stop, which causes him to accelerate instead. And she's like, uh, he he just keeps running. like, And he's like, nah, he, uh, he possesses a position to stop i mean a condition to stop um which i guess used to be that if uh, in order for him to stop he had to break a limb or a bone or something like that but she sees that's not the case anymore um anyway he runs up in like right past fuko oh no uh before he runs into fuko he runs into Someone who is that with the net? Uh, the, I think that's Unbreakable. Is that Unbreakable? Yeah. Oh shit, bro! She manipulated the timeline, man. She did a lot. Yeah. She's not supposed to be there, bro. Well, anyway, um, well, Haruka's there, and she's trying to catch Top, and um, she's getting smoked. 
right? Whatever. Um, so then Foucault decides to run up on him, not before uh, learning that his new condition to stop himself is by breaking something else with a kick. Way more convenient, personally. What was, his, what was it before? That he had to break a bone. Oh, right. Goddamn. <laughs> now he has to break something with a kick. He can just break anything. That's nice. <laughs> yeah, I would keep sticks on me just in case. Mm-hmm. Well, he has to kick the stick. Yeah, so we get a little story about, like, how, all right, like, Top lives out of town because uh, his mom attra- contracted a contagious disease, and the townspeople have driven them out of their home because of it, which is only comment I could say is rough. I mean, <laughs> I don't know how I would feel. Yeah, quite I'd, unfortunate. I probably wouldn't make them go to the woods, but I'd be like, yo, you got to live in the furthest house. Yeah. Like, no, they said you got to live with the woodland critters. They violated, and that's why Top be running their pockets. <laughs> so the, so Top is like, all right, look how much I got today. You know, and then we could go out. To, and she's like, nah, yo, you stole that money. We're a part of society. You got to live within the rules or else. The rules. Uh, no one she says, or else no one will come to your rescue. That was very interesting words, uh, wording. I don't, I don't agree with that mother, but I guess I'll talk more about that on my thoughts. Um, she says, no matter how much you're suffering, you must take every effort you can to adhere to them. If you don't. You're no better than a beast. And he's like, Mom, I'll be a beast, right? I ain't gonna follow those rules. Uh, he says, when weak people stick to the rules without a second thought, they get devoured. I'm not gonna be weak, and I'm not following any rules either. Peace. Arrivederci. And uh, so he heads out to the woods, and he's like, mm, I love it out here. All these animals just kill each other and eat each other, and they don't bitch about it. <laughs> Which... I don't know if he's ever seen an animal get eaten alive before, but they do bitch about it. Yeah, they're not like just sitting there like, you got me. Like, mmm, nice. Damn, Great. good move. Oh. <laughs> Yo, GG. GG. Yeah, they're <laughs> not just there saying GG, no re. They're like, ah, well, ah, there's ah, definitely no re. Know, like... <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's why I said no re. Get it. So, you know, Top thinks he's a goon out there in the jungle. And like he a young lion, and then Foucault pulls up with a gun. And she's like, yo, you only think that because you have yet to become the hunted. And he's like, damn, I seen her in town earlier. And then she shoots the tree next to him, and she's like, I guess to show him that she's serious, which, yeah, right, come on. Foucault would never. No. <laughs> but <laughs> he's like, it's real. I know shit, bro. And she's like, come on, let's just talk to each other within the confines of your rules, uh, the rules of the beast. So he's just jetting around the, the trees. Um, and he just, he's like, yo, what's up with her? Like, she ain't a cop, right? She don't look like one. <laughs> That's mad funny. She did pull up like a cop. Yeah. But um, she's like, oh, you know, for someone who talks such a good game, you sure aren't used to fighting. He tells him he telegraphs his movements, then uses her super kung fu move, uh, backstrike or whatever the fuck that shit is called. It's actually something way more Chinesey than that, but um, we're gonna go with backstrike, critical backstrike, <laughs> and uh, yeah, hits the tree that that top was running into, fucking pro, and uh, makes him land on the ground, and then he runs up to her. He's like, fuck that. I'm about to just, you know, drop kick you. And she blocks and uh, takes the hit. And we get this nice two-page spread of unstoppable versus unluck. Which I thought was... Uh, instead of just in the middle. But this is still cool. I would like this as opposed to the whole thing. Um, but, yeah. That's, that's what's happening. They're about to, they're about to fight. Unluck's shoe's about to get untied, and he's going to slip and, and run his face into a tree or something. I'm calling it. <laughs> you think he's just going to trip over something? 
No, like his shoelace is going to become undone. Damn. Undone, unlocked. Just like that. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm trying to look back at his shoes. Do we? Are we ever able to see his sneakers? He moves Not so really. fast. Hold on, I'm trying to see. I'm looking to. Wow, I can't really see. Yeah, but, I, I can't uh, really see his shoes. They never show. Yeah. Crazy. Mm. Yeah. Maybe he has laces. Maybe he doesn't. We only see him for the bottom where he drops. Nah, he got laces. Look. Yo, he that's has, crazy. No, look at the on the left on Foucault. Oh yeah, he does have laces. Wow, I would not have laced shoes as. Wow, a, I was a right stuff. there where we was first looking at. <laughs> We're blind in our old age. Where was Waldo ass shit? <laughs> Anybody following on the reading is like, dickheads, it's right there. Yeah, people are just it's right like, fucking there. Guys. God, look at these fucking senile old men. Can't fucking read this. <laughs> hey, Grandpa, wear your reading glasses. Um, you had to hold all of those. Yeah. <laughs> We're not that old. Um. All right, I guess I'll give my thoughts. Uh, this was my second favorite chapter of the week, actually. Um, it's so funny how, like, Top looks very much the same character design-wise, but he looks also so different just because of the demeanor he has in this in this loop. Yeah. Um, it's so cool. It's like a good um, uh, show of artistry where you can essentially have the same character, but they look so different. Because their personality is different. I also don't think he had bangs yeah. in the previous loop, though. He looks a little older. You don't think he loop. had what? I don't think he had bangs in the previous loop. Um, But in any case, yeah. He looks so different. He looks kind of older, actually. Like, slightly older than his previous loop. But... Yeah, I thought this was really cool. I, f I figured Brian should have been here for this one because this is focused on the only character he cares about in this series. <laughs> yeah. Um, but man, this dropkick too. Oh, so good. I'm excited to see this fight, um, to be honest. Because this he was... He looks totally different. Right? He had, he had the spiky hair. But like he, he didn't eyebrows. have the bangs. He didn't have. He the looked bangs. younger. Uh, uh, yeah, he didn't have the bangs, and um, he looks older in this loop for sure. Also, like one uh, another thing I noticed is that he his face is a lot more like sharp. Right. Like uh, like the the way like the orientations. I guess that's the right word for. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, and, like know, his jawline pointed. His jawline, yeah, his chin. like in general. Where in the previous loop, he was like his face was a lot more rounded, mm -hmm. like childish. So I guess yeah, it shows that he's older. Yeah, I guess that's a significant change. He was really young, so yeah, it's not that he's that much older in this loop, but he does look a a little more mature. But yeah, this is cool, and he has a completely different backstory this time. Yeah, he never killed his friends. Yeah, different backstory, same character. Oh, his 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 negator ability. Oh, they said that they was able to avoid uh, issues, right? Like uh, casualties. Yeah. Oh, I didn't. You know, I actually did not mention that mention that within the chat that was kind of important. But um, yeah, like they they say. Hmm. Why do they uh start talking about it? Yeah, he says uh, I managed to fend off the tragedy without losing their life. So, this is why this is what Haruka did. Yeah, that's why um, Haruka was able to save, um, was able to stop the tragedy, but still have Top have his, um, his negation. Oh, okay. Like with Shen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was impressive that Haruka was able to do that by herself. 
Yeah, she probably put unbreakable armor on the kids when they ran. Yeah. Damn, what a dark backstory Top had. Yeah. That was insane. Um, but yeah, that's all those are all my thoughts. I thought this was like a really cool chapter. I really love the dropkick page. It's like one of the best pages of Undead Unluck. Um, very exciting overall. Um, I'm excited for the next one. Josh, what did you think? Um, I I really enjoyed this chapter. I thought all three of the chapters this week were really not uh, were really entertaining. Mm-hmm. Um, I was I was really shocked by Top. Um, I think, I mean, I don't know if it was stated or that we made a prediction, but I remember us saying that Top is probably going to be next for one reason or another. Um, but. Yeah, I think Foucault mentioned yeah. they were going after him for next. That they were specifically going for him. You know, um, the conversation he has with his mom, I maybe I'm being harsh, but I really don't agree with his mother. And well, I mean, here's the thing, right? Yes, within a society, you should live within the rules, but if, you know, if those rules are leading to you struggling, you know what I'm saying? Then what are you to do about it? You know, you have to survive. Mm-hmm. So I I don't really understand what she expects of him. I mean, maybe he doesn't have to steal. Maybe he can just have an honest job or whatever and make enough to support them. Sure. Um, yeah. Which... I guess that's that's fair. I, I, I don't know. I guess that's all she's trying to say is that, like, you don't have to steal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and I think, like, you know... I just thought it was a weird way of, of, of just... I think it was really weirdly translated. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I think, um, I think they meant what they said, which is, I think there's, like, a kind of irony when it comes to the rules, the concept of rules in Undead Unluck being as they all like by their very nature break the rules of of nature just by existing oh right that is i didn't even think about that thematically mm-hmm. but i think like and you know he's she's a rule negator himself yeah i think uh, as a parent you know you would want you i think you would just say that to your kid you know you don't want them like breaking the rules and you know like getting into trouble and whatnot I think it was the last thing she said, which was, no matter how much you're suffering, you must make every effort you can to adhere to them. Mm-hmm. And then saying, if you don't, then you're no better than a beast, which that, are, you know, the other I'm willing to say, fine, you know, if you're talking to your child, it, it makes sense. You know, you should live within the rules if, you know, mm-hmm. if you can. But if you are suffering and there's, no way out what else are you to do just die mm-hmm. right you have to you have to survive mm-hmm. and if you know people didn't have that type of mindset towards rules and systems then you know people would still be you know slaves on the field and and you know poor servants for kings and <laughs> such, yeah. You know, but we we we, you know, when 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 society isn't serving. Well, here's I guess here's like the cat. Here's like the caveat here, right? I I think I'm talking about it more about like large groups of people, which is usually my perspective. And in this specific case, she's speaking of of top, but it's not. It's still a broad interpretation. I, I think, you know, like someone could read this and kind of take that just in general that like, hey, listen, regardless of how we feel like things should change, we must make sure we follow all the rules, which, you know, I think that's antithetical towards like progress. Mm-hmm. Um, but those are my thoughts about that. Yeah. Shit, I, I would I would be a beast too. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if I had super speed and stuff, I, and all I had to do was kick something to break it, 
Um, yeah, I'm I'm waiting to see how they really. Tackle. I wouldn't be robbing everybody. I'll tell you that. Yeah. Um, I think there's. I'm gonna. I want to wait till like I'm. This plays out because there's clearly a kind of a theme they're building here, and there is an irony with the idea of negators in general and the the idea that they negate rules just by being alive. <laughs> so I'm wondering how he ties that into like the power system itself. Um, but yeah, that's all I got to say about undead unluck. Um, would, uh, any, any other rebuttals, anything like that? Um, no. All right. Well, that we're looking forward to this fight next week. Oh yeah. Dropkicks galore. Um, but yeah, that was undone of luck. And that has been our show. Thank you guys so much for listening. As per usual, you could find me at the Chris Espinal on Twitter and Instagram. Josh at JD Cole underscore 37 on Instagram at new city, Josh on Twitter. Brian is at B.ESP on Twitter and Instagram. You can catch him where he's streaming video games on twitch.tv slash it's punchline. Uh, email the show. Oh, follow the show itself at new city on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, email the show at newjumpcitypod at gmail.com with any questions, suggestions, anything you guys want us to talk about. And we'll address it on the weekly pre-show chat show that we do. Um, I hope you guys are enjoying that. They're a lot of fun to make. Uh, subscribe to us on YouTube, uh, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you listen to podcasts. Do the subscription thing. It's very sweet of you to do. It makes me feel good to see that people are listening. Um, and yeah, that's uh, that's it for the show, guys. Uh, we will see you guys next week. A little bit of a shorter one, but we only had three series this week, so... Um, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll check you next week. Stay safe, New Jump Citizens. Peace out.